All right, we're here back again for another episode of the Backbone Zone. Thanks for joining me. My name's Tyson, if you don't know. But, uh, yeah, we're back again. It is wet as an otter's pocket outside. It is raining pretty hard in here in Canberra. Uh, everyone's got the tarps on at the trails, that's for sure. Um, aside from that, it's been a, another kind of busy week for BMX worldwide. Uh, a few cool things going on. Uh, quite funny actually, you know, last week I spoke about the X Games and how I thought it was potentially one of the best X Games I'd ever seen, uh, but just lacking atmosphere. And then, you know, all of a sudden, lo and behold, the Vans Waffle Cup happens uh, in Huntington Beach. And from what I can gather, or at least the way it made me feel, was that it was uh, an amazing atmosphere. So that was really cool. Go and check it out on YouTube. There's a, this little thumbnail that I've just posted up just here. But uh, yeah, our BMX filmed a whole bunch of it. It looked like a really cool course. It was a little bit old school vibe course. It was kind of back and forth but it had a lot of uh real real street quote quotes um elements to it so it was cool to watch and um yeah big cash thrown down so very cool to see the other thing with bmx news that going on is uh we just posted up the video on our site so this one just here uh so james fox i shot that photo of baxter but james fox made a sick video from will kerr's valley view jam that he has or the june jam as it's affectionately known and 2021 bit of a uh tumultuous year just in general with you know lockdowns and things like that but he had the jam and it was just a big build jam. He has got one of the most incredible scenes ever. Go have a little bit of a read of what I said and for sure watch the video if you don't get uh, excited to, you know, build your own stuff after reading that and, and watching that video, then I don't know what will. It's He's a one-man band out there, Will Kerr, as well as his brother, who Chris, who... Uh, moved moved from young a couple of years back but yeah it's really really impressive and um, not only is there the trails that no doubt you've seen uh, all over the place including in the fast and loose video and whatnot but yeah the bowl there as well now so big kudos big ups to Wilker um, the other thing that I wanted to mention just in the whole BMX sphere, which is actually a little bit outside of, of I guess, the typical BMX news, but I'm talking about it just because he's our mate. Uh, Remy Morton just released his latest uh, Raw 100. So, yeah, go check that out. Here I am. Go check that out on, on YouTube. So, yeah, the Raw 100, he went to Utah and just destroyed that area that they have um red bull rampage now remy obviously rides mountain bikes 
I guess for um, that's probably what he's most well known for. But he loves riding BMX, and he's just got that. I feel like he's got like that BMX mindset where he's not waiting for people to give it to him. Like he's just going out and doing it. So if it means that he's got to build something to make it happen, then that's what he's doing. So really sick video. You can definitely see his BMX style coming through in it. Um, look at that. Look at that um, timestamp that I paused it on. No, Remy's wearing a backbone uh, tee, so he's always been repping us for many years. So thanks, Remy. Sick video, mate. But yeah, the um, I guess what I thought would be interesting to talk about and as it's starting to sort of ramp up into a proper act jam um organizing you know so we we run this event for those that don't know called the act jam it's actually been running since 2013 and it only had that one year off uh due to the when covid first broke out but yeah we've we've been running this jam and essentially because uh i actually came to canberra for the act jam because the Act Jam initially ran from year 2000 to 2005. I came to the 2005 one, changed my life. You know, at the end of the day, I moved to Canberra. And uh, I, it was something that I've always wanted to, um, I guess, pass the buck. You know, like I, I just loved it so much and it wasn't even really the biggest one. But I was like, man, we've got to bring the Act Jam back. So 2013, we brought it back. Uh, it's grown year on year. Uh, the 2021 Act Jam was absolutely massive and that was, you know, in between, uh, again, like the pandemic was happening and uh, a lot of riders couldn't get here. Certainly, we didn't have international riders this, that time around, but it was it was huge and it's turned into one of the events that is the biggest event in BMX in the world i think now you know dig magazine had it in their um must go to events in the best um i think they had like a best of issue and act jam made it into there and we've had companies fly riders out from all over the world which is uh super special to me and i never would have thought that that would happen but uh not that so act jam's not just me it was just that um you know Riss and I who own the store and at the time I didn't own the store I just managed it I just said to Riss that I wanted to put it on and I guess Riss and I essentially uh run it and then we we get a lot of help from our friends who happen to be you know incredible carpenters or they just uh have their finger on the pulse with with certain things but my whole point to this is we are about to, you know, really dive into organizing the ACT Jam uh, for this year, which is on the October uh, 6, 7 and 8, October 6, 7 and 8. So there will be a lot of people here, but I have started to get a little bit of help from uh, from various people already and... It's exciting to me because the people that are helping me aren't 
exactly hardcore, again, quotation marks, hardcore BMX. They're actually, you know, parents of, of riders. So they're just as invested in seeing BMX be awesome uh, because they want their kids to enjoy BMX. So, but they, you know, they know what they're doing in terms of maybe official stuff or organizational skills are a little bit higher than mine or, uh, at least it would seem and the cool thing that I took away from the first meeting that I had with them was that uh, and this I think is a really good message they kind of were like they basically explained to me that you know hardcore BMX is is great but at some stage you need to be able to push uh, BMX to people that don't know BMX yet and explain to them why it's so good and at the end of the day that's what will then create new bmx's as well as new growth in the sport and things like that so i guess to explain it another way would be that before anyone rides bmx they didn't ride bmx and when people first start riding bmx they are not hardcore BMX riders. They're just someone who picks up a bike for maybe it's transport, maybe it's because they saw the X Games or the Vans Waffle Cup. Maybe it's because their mate can jump eight people and that seems really exciting off this launch ramp that he made. So there's a lot of things that are, that go on in BMX that kind of transition you into a hardcore BMX rider which is why I think it's important to remember that we don't all start off as hardcore. But the example that they were saying with this whole hardcore BMX thing and why we need to almost make it, I guess, a word that doesn't quite describe it very well is commercial, is that it will bring more eyes and at the end of the day more eyes means more funding and at the end and when you talk about more funding that means more skate parks more ability for riders to do what they love and uh yeah one of the cool messages that they you know that i took home with me was that they said that you know they'd be willing to bet that every Every international cyclist that has made cycling of some sort their profession, uh, whether it be mountain biking or road cycling uh, or track cycling, they all probably started by getting their first bike, which was a BMX bike. And that really hit home to me because, you know, they... They, as parents, the the people that I was speaking to, as parents, they understand how much their uh, son or daughter loves riding BMX, but that may not be the the thing that they continue on for forever, and that's okay. But imagine if the, the riding BMX was the thing that then led them to being really good at mountain biking. For example, in Remy Morton's case, I guess that's where I'm tying this all together, you know. Remy Morton is an absolutely incredible mountain biker uh, and for the first, probably the first time, 
I've actually been, uh, I wouldn't say inspired, but I, I just have my eyes closed to mountain biking for a lot of years and then Remy is the type of person that makes mountain biking look really good. So it's something that now I'm interested in watching. And uh, it's the same with our uh, another old team rider of ours, Mikey Ross. You know, he he started off in BMX, incredible rider. We actually met him down at Queenbin Skate Park and uh, he was just a young kid. He continued to ride. He ended up riding for the shop. He rode for uh, We The People. Absolutely incredible rider. And now he's transferred over into mountain biking. And, um, you know, he's killing it. He just did the world's first cash roll off of a, a drop-in, like a flat drop. So I'm sure you can find that on his Instagram. And, um, yeah, you know, it's it's impressive to me that when these parents said that, you know, BMX starts everything off, I think that we don't get enough credit for that. And, of course, ultimately you would love to have more BMXs stick with BMX. I mean, I would love it to see Mikey jump back on his BMX bike. Um, but the the overarching message, I think, is that BMX is one of the most important sports in terms of a cycling sport that anyone could get into because you never, you very rarely see a mountain biker uh have skills that have solely ridden mountain bikes but if you you see a kid that's been riding bmx for you for a number of years and then they get a mountain bike then their skills are just far and away you know higher than than most so you know bmx like i said the we have to be really proud of that and i think at the end of the day if there's more riders more people that are getting into BMX, then obviously that will mean that there's going to be a higher number of, of riders, a higher number of hardcore riders. But it's also going to mean opportunities for people to have really gotten good at riding bikes on probably the hardest two-ride discipline. You know, BMX would have to be one of the hardest out of all the disciplines of cycling. And, um, you know, that transfers across. So I'd love to spread that message. I think that's an important message to to send out there is that, you know, we <laughs> cycling owes, owes a lot of its success to people who ride BMX. And it's uh, on top of, you know, the skills that you require in BMX that are far and away some of the highest out of all cycling it's also what is the most affordable for a young kid to get into. So pretty cool. I've never had my my eyes opened like that, I guess, because you just, when you have been so deep into BMX for so long, you don't think about um, some of the things that people who aren't as deep but still can appreciate the importance of it. You know, you don't see those points, so... I really appreciated hearing that and I think it's uh, a bit of a mindset shift because, you know, BMX, well, me as a BMXer, I can feel not necessarily hard done by, but it can be tough sometimes. You think that, um, 
we seem to be this like uh, less successful brother of of the skateboarding world. You know, like skateboarders seem to be doing quite well in that world takeover. But I taking that same idea from um, from the blokes that I was speaking with just the other day. I'd be willing to bet that most kids would be getting BMX bikes way more than they would be getting skateboards. So, yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty exciting to think about when you think of it in that way. So, I um yeah, I'm just down to spread the message, you know, just to let people know that it's okay for new riders to come into the sport. Uh, for for new people to come into the sport because you never know what could happen in terms of making the sport better. Uh, well, when I say sport, I do mean, um, you know, you never know what you could see by making our culture better if we were to have new people come in and um, experience what, what we all know and love as BMX. So... Yeah, very interesting. Anyway, I'm uh, going to keep it a bit shorter today. I just wanted to say good work to Remy, good work to Wilker, and uh, yeah, good on your vans as well for putting on a what looked to be a pretty kick-ass event. So excited for the for the uh, future of BMX for sure, and definitely, like I said in the last episode, mark down October six, seven, eight in your calendar get to Canberra, Act Jam is going to be a hell of a time. But I'll see you guys uh, next episode. Thanks.